and welcome to another episode of the State's Burden Podcast. My name is Andrew Darling. I'm a criminal defense and civil rights attorney here in Orlando, uh, in Central Florida. And this episode, uh, which we'll get to in just a moment, uh, what I have to tell you about this episode is you got to listen to the one before this. All right, so the second uh, episode here uh, is about, it's going to be the second episode about DUI. Um, this one is going to be driving under the influence causing property damage or injury. This is under 316.193, subsection 3. And then it's like subsection A, B, and C, 1. So uh, if you need a, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, anything like that, if you have any suggestions, if you would like to be on the podcast, feel free to reach out to me, podcast at andrewdarlinglaw.com. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can do so at The State's Burden Podcast. If you're watching this video on Facebook or if you're watching this video on YouTube, definitely subscribe or like, or I guess I should say like or subscribe. Uh, and then like the video as well. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your time. Um, so like I said, the last episode we did was about simple DUI under uh, Florida Statute uh, 316.193 subsection 1. Uh, this episode uh, shouldn't be quite as long. Uh, it does cover a lot of the same stuff. So please go listen to that episode first uh, and then come back to this one. This is driving under the influence causing property damage or injury. So in this case, to prove the crime, of driving under the influence causing property damage in, or injury, the state must prove the following three elements beyond a reasonable doubt. So again, it is the state's burden. Uh, if you guys remember from the first DUI episode, uh, simple DUI, there were only two elements. Now there are three. The first one is the same as simple DUI, is that the defendant drove or was in actual physical control of a vehicle. Two, while driving or in actual physical control of the vehicle, the defendant was either under the influence of alcoholic beverages, chemical substance, or a controlled substance to the extent that his or her normal faculties were impaired, or they were in actual control. They were in actual. They were driving, or in actual physical control of the vehicle, and had a blood or breath alcohol level of 0.08 or more grams of alcohol per 100 milliliters of blood or 210 liters of breath. So those were the two elements from simple DUI. Here, where we have DUI causing property damage or injury, there's a third element. That third element is as a result of operating the vehicle, the defendant caused or contributed to causing damage to the property of a victim or injury to, a, to the person of a victim. So if they hit somebody who was walking across the street, um, DUI may be one of several charges, depending on the injuries, um, or... So it could be damage of property to somebody and the injury to another person. So if you just hit property, if you say you hit a fence, you hit a pole, you hit a post, you hit any number of things, that's one thing. If you hit a person, if you hit a person on a bike, um, it could be damage to the property, the bike, as well as injury to the person. So um, we're going to cover here uh, some, these are also uh, for enhancements. So in the same way of the simple DUI, um, under 316.193 subsection 4 here in Florida. Uh, if you find the defendant guilty of driving under the influence causing property damage or injury, you must also determine whether the state has proven beyond a reasonable doubt whether A, the defendant had a blood or breath alcohol level of 0.15 or higher while driving or an actual physical control of the vehicle, or B, that the defendant was accompanied by uh, in the vehicle by a person under the age of 18 years at the time of the DUI, the driving under the influence. Uh, and again, those are scenarios where uh, there are different levels of punishment. Um, these are basically enhancements that will enhance the punishments, uh, the statutorily minimum required punishments in these cases. Definitions. 
So vehicle is every device in, upon, or by which any person or property is or may be transported or drawn upon a highway, uh, except personal delivery devices, mobile carriers, and devices used exclusively upon stationary rails or bikes. Uh, normal faculties include, but are not limited to, the ability to see, hear, walk, talk, judge distances, drive an automobile, make judgments, act in emergencies, and, in general, to normally perform many mental and physical acts throughout the day. Um, impairment means diminished in some material respect. Actual physical control of the vehicle means the defendant must be physically in or on the vehicle and have the capability to operate the vehicle, regardless of whether he or she is actually operating the vehicle at the time. So the term on a vehicle pertains to vehicles such as motorcycles or bicycles. Yes, you can get a DUI on a bicycle. Yes, you can get a DUI. Uh, you can get a DUI, uh, property damage or injury, on a bicycle if you hit somebody with your bicycle while you're drunk. Think about that next time you go get drunk and you rent a bike downtown using an app. Whether it's a bike, a scooter, whatever, that's a problem. Alcoholic beverages are considered to be substances of any kind and description which contain alcohol. Pretty simple. Uh, controlled substances or chemical substances uh, under Florida law, you would essentially list those in the jury instructions. That's what the blanks are. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook. If you're not, trust me, there are blanks there. And if you were going to fill them in, that would be where you did it. All right, so given the appropriate... Um, portion here says if you find um, number one is if you find from the evidence that while driving or in actual physical control of a vehicle the defendant had a blood or breath alcohol level of 0.05 or less you shall presume that the defendant was not under the influence of alcoholic beverages to the extent that his or her normal faculties were impaired this presumption may be overcome by other evidence demonstrating that the defendant was under the influence of alcoholic beverages to the extent that his or her normal faculties were impaired if you find, and this is number two, if you find from the evidence that while driving or in actual physical control of the vehicle, the defendant had a blood or breath alcohol in excess of 0.05, but less than 0.08, that fact does not give rise to any presumption that the defendant was or was not under the influence of alcohol, of alcoholic beverages, to the extent that his or her normal faculties were impaired. In such cases, you may consider that evidence along with other evidence in determining whether the defendant was under the influence of an alcoholic beverage to the extent that his or her normal faculties were impaired. Let's see here. All right, and then again, I told a much better story uh, about this uh, in the last episode, which definitely means you should go back and listen to the last episode. It is a defense to the charge of driving under the influence causing property damage or injury if at the time of the alleged offense, the vehicle was inoperable. However, it is not a defense if the defendant was driving under the influence before the vehicle became inoperable. Therefore, if you are not convinced beyond a reasonable doubt that the vehicle was operable at the time of the alleged offense, you should find the defendant not guilty. However, if you are convinced that the vehicle was operable at the time of the alleged offense, then you should find the defendant guilty if all the other elements of the charges have been proved beyond a reasonable doubt. So that is the basic jury instruction uh, for stuff where there's property damage or injury. Um, one of the things that we want to think about here is how do you get a value for property, okay? So property being damaged is not a high bar. Um, you know, if you run over something, if you run over uh, one of those scooters downtown, you damage property. When it's injury to a person... Generally, there's going to be some sort of physical injury uh, to a person that is going to be, I don't want to say easy for the state to prove, but 
generally is going to not be a huge hurdle or, or a huge burden for the state to get over. Um, again, when we think through uh, DUIs, we think through the traffic stop. We think through um, the basis for that traffic stop. We think through when they had the reasonable suspicion to move from a traffic investigation to a DUI investigation. And then we think through, you know, the field sobriety exercises, whether you blew um, or gave blood. Again, I mentioned this in the DUI episode. Don't. Uh, don't blow. Don't give blood. Uh, it's not worth it. You're giving up elements. Um, if you're ever, uh, even if they want to try and get you, get you out to do field sobriety exercises, don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, again, definitely, you know, listen to that first DUI episode. That's going to give you much more, much more in depth uh, than we went here. Property damage or injury is relatively self-explanatory. Um, like I said, there are, there's going to be a case law determination on what property is, what damage is, what an injury is. Um, everything that you probably think is an injury, that some, you know somebody gets hit, somebody goes to a hospital, something like that, that's definitely going to qualify as an injury. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about is felony DUI. That's going to be our next episode. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any way to make this podcast better, definitely reach out to me, podcast at andrewdarlinglaw.com. If you want to be on the podcast, send me an email. Tell me why you should be. Uh, generally, I, I do want to keep this sort of limited to uh, legal professionals. It doesn't necessarily mean lawyers. Um, it does mean legal professionals, though. Whatever that means to you. If it doesn't mean that, I just won't respond to your email. No, I'm kidding. I'll still respond to your email. Um, all right. If you want to follow me on uh, social media, follow the State's Burden podcast on social media. It's at the State's Burden on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And just remember that just because you either watch this video on YouTube or Facebook or listen to this podcast, that does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you would like to reach out to me for uh, legal advice, please do so. You can go to my website, andrewdarlinglaw.com. Thank you so much. This has been Driving Under the Influence Causing Property Damage or Injury, and we will talk to you in the next one.